Hashtag MSW. All right, thanks so much to Nandika Bjorkas for the news, and also thank you so much for the voice notes that came through. I know a lot of you had wanted to engage further with Morgan Gould, asking him about his career. If that came to an end, would he be sorted out uh, financially? Also talk about his build and the kind of fear that he instilled in uh, so many of the defenders, etc., uh, and also questions around retirement. Trust me, you're going to be chatting to Morgan pretty soon, uh, as soon as uh, we know where his next destination uh, is bound to be. All right, lead.tube. Now, if you have been supporting this team uh, for the longest time and you've been following what has been happening with the club in recent time, uh, you don't have to be in Toyando. I know so many Black Leopards fans that are here in and around Johannesburg, even when you go down to Cape Town, you see them all proudly wearing the Black Leopards jersey and you find yourself like, wow, okay. You know, maybe soon, you know, Black Leopards will be the kind of force that other people think they are. We're going to try and catch up as well right here on the show. And we've been doing this, you know, give a 15-minute uh, catch-up session to some of the coaches, find out what is it that they're doing. And uh, today we head off to Vanda, yeah. We're heading off there. The freeways are open. Uh, that's where we find our guest, who's the caretaker coach, and I always hate it, you know, when everybody talks about Black Leopards and relegation-threatened side. Hey, every season, Black Leopards, relegation-threatened. But they're such a good team. they got such good supporters, loyal supporters. I'm not talking about people that only wait for uh, when Chiefs or Pirates or Sundowns uh, come into town. No, I'm talking about loyalty every time. I was looking at the table. I mean, they were 20 points after 24 games this season. And that's just, what, three points behind Baraka, Puliwane City, as well as Amazulu, respectively. And there's six games to go in this campaign. Maybe it's familiar road as well for Clark, who's been in what was seemingly an impossible position uh, with Kevin Johnson before. I mean, they got to what was then... Uh, platinum stars they were lying 14th on the log uh, but if you remember Dikwena ended up end of the season in the top 8 Yeah, that's how crazy football can be I mean he's got the know-how in terms of digging teams out of a hole maybe he'll be our next mining minister who knows digging things out of the ground bringing them to the fore will he save Black Leopards from the axe that's the big question and that's where we say now, good evening to Alan Clark, Black Leopards caretaker coach. Good evening, Minister of Mineral Affairs. Welcome to the show. <laughs> good evening, Minister of Communications, Mr. Morawa. <laughs> Thank you so much for having me. <laughs> it's about time. It's, it's, it's a long time coming, Alan. And, and once Thank again, you. I mean, great, great job in terms of where you found yourself, given the transition and how it happened with uh, Kevin Johnson having to adapt, but also get your uh, thinking and playing patterns into play. I've enjoyed watching Black Leopards, man. You know, I find it very sad. And you could hear when I talked about relegation threatened, you don't deserve to be there. I don't know what your take is. Well, we do deserve to be there because the amount of points that we have put us there, Rob, and... Um Unfortunately, with the talent that we have at our disposal, and uh, you speak about that important factor of the fans, and I think you quite rightly call it 
what it is. The very loyal fans of Toyondor, they come out and support us no matter who plays uh, at the Toyondor Stadium, you know. So uh, in that regard, we definitely shouldn't be there. When you have a look at the talent of the squad that we have, we don't deserve to be there. And I dare say even the football we've been playing, Rob, I think has been really good football. And I'm glad that you've enjoyed it. And I, and I think a lot of our fans and supporters have enjoyed it too, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's important we start picking up some points along the way as well. What would you say the kind of football that you're playing is not able to somehow match the results, uh, match the kind of points that you should be getting uh, from the kind of play that you're displaying? What, what is not adding up? You know, Rob, I, I don't think it's obviously I can only talk about the time that I was in charge for. And, yeah. um, you know, we started out with a great one against Stellenbosch. Um, and that was a team that was that was doing really well. Um, and then, yeah, against lesser opponents, we, we had some really good Nedbank Cup wins. Um, but, you know, we, we put those those teams to the sword. It, it wasn't as if we, sh- we, we just got over the line. Uh, we put in some great performances and some good results with that. You know, and then we had a bit of an injury crisis when it came to our goalkeepers that really affected the squad. We had to dig quite deep. We had four goalkeepers in the squad and three of them got injured. So we stuck with only one goalkeeper in the squad and... Um, you know, in some of the games that we played, we, we really played some great football, dominated. Um, I think back to the Pirates game where we dominated the game and we we, we lose the game to a, a freak own goal in the 93rd minute. Uh, and there's not too much you can do about those instances, you know. So, you know, maybe a little bit of luck on our side. Um, if it goes our way, it's a different, different ball game altogether and maybe we're not in the position that we're in at the moment, you know. Oh, without a doubt. And you talk about that uh, Pirates game. It, it was very tight, tight game. And, you know, coming off uh, as well, when you look at games, you talk about cup matches against uh, the students. Yeah. Uh, that was a, a great 4-0 game, clean sheet that you've kept. Uh, and then you had narrow margins, though, but you were scoring goals against uh, Stellenbosch, uh, if I remember correctly. Mm-hmm. It was a 2-1 victory yeah. uh, that you yeah. had at home and also holding Kaiser Chiefs uh, to yes. a 1-1 draw, which was very yeah. commendable given where Kaiser Chiefs were as far as the top of the table is concerned. Yeah, absolutely, Robin. You know, I think maybe a lot of people often look at maybe the cup results and say, yes, it's against weaker opponents. But how many times have you seen weaker opponents not only take take the PSL team to penalties or take them to extra time or, or the PSL team leaders again. You know, we went into those games and we, and we dominated the team from the start to finish and we were able to put four goals against or two goals against the next one and, uh, yeah, that sees us through to the next round, you know, and, and Leopard hadn't been through to the quarterfinals of the Nedbank Cup, I think, since 2011. So, you know, we really had some really good results. Yes, obviously, we would have liked a bit more wins in the league. But you knew we lose one or two Pirates, guys that are also a form team of the moment. We, we draw against Kaiser Chiefs, almost almost league champion. And then we lose one all the way to Budwes Litz, who are also fighting for something at that stage, you know. So mm-hmm. it's not as if our results have been poor in any way. But uh, we, we probably deserve a bit more in terms of our performance from what we're getting. And uh, maybe we just need to tighten up a few things, and uh, then those results can, can turn the other way. Is there a case of balance? When you look at the team and the structure and the balance that you do have, I mean, I've got no doubt that on any good day, your strike force is probably one of the best in the league. 
if mm. maybe given the right supply, if maybe given the mm. right balance, if maybe it's got the right spine as well to complement their abilities and talents up front. Because, I mean, you're, you're top man there. I don't want to mention names before people, <laughs> you know, start saying things. But you sure. know that a certain team that is at the top of the table wanted him a season mm. or so ago. Mm. That is how good he is. Absolutely. Absolutely. Do you think you've got yeah. the right balance, though, Alan? I think that's pretty much the question is, you know, do you have the right balance? Is your spine the, the, the right kind of structure that you want it to be? Yeah, I think, I think it is, Rob. I think, um, obviously, we were missing key, key players when it came to injuries um, for the last few games. And, uh, you know, when, when that sort of fixes itself, when you, when you talk about the spine and how important that is, um, you know, you, we do have the artillery and we have the ammunition that we can, number one, break down teams, and then, number two, punish teams. But it is right. Uh, we have to sort of find a better balance in terms of our risk and reward, uh, in terms of how we risk uh, and how many how many opportunities we're worth risking than, than what we're giving away at the back. Uh, but, you know, I think we've also fixed a lot of things defensively, Rob. Um, when, I, when I came to Leopards, we were conceding goals in the first 10, 15, 20 minutes. Uh, you were one nil down before before half time every time, and having to fight your way back into the game after thirty minutes. Um, and since then, you know we've tightened that up. We've uh, made sure that we don't concede from set pieces, uh, which I think is a critical area for us. Uh, and then trying to stay focused uh, for the first fifteen twenty minutes game uh, minutes minutes in the game, uh, and we're taking the game deep deep into the ninety minutes against some top teams, uh, which which gives us an opportunity with the firepower that we have to make ourselves competitive in those games. When you talk about that firepower, the ability once again to try to get the guys training and training hard, and I know it's been a difficult period for everybody. Sure. Alan. Um, yeah. Have you been, what, doing remote training? Have you been doing these Zoom sessions? Or how have you been able to conduct a training session to at least ensure that the guys are keeping themselves fit? Yeah, I think it's it's been twofold, Rob. It's been not only to try and keep the guys fit, but I think also mentally engaged. I think it's a very really difficult time for all of us, like you've spoken. And, uh, mm-hmm. you know, when you're used to that team environment and the, the camaraderie that comes with uh, playing in a football team, and then you suddenly don't have it almost overnight, uh, and then you're, you're isolated in many moments, I think you can feel quite a big disconnect between yourself and your teammates. So I think it was twofold. I think, uh, first of all, was obviously the fitness component and making sure that we, we stayed in in some sort of shape. Um, and, and you see now with the return of the Premier League and the Bundesliga before, uh, the rate of injuries that are happening with players. So sort of prehabilitation um, and injury prevention has been a critical point and a key area that we really focused on in that fitness. And then the second area, like I said, is, is definitely their mental, um, mental focus to just stay connected as a team. Um, you know, and, and, and the Black Leopard squad is, is really like a family. And, uh, it's, it's been good to connect with each other. It's good, it's good to connect with our brothers every day and, and to chat and to see how we all are, just as human beings, number one. Um, and then to just stay engaged with each other. And it's been great. So I think the vibe on the Zoom sessions has, has been phenomenal. And the guys have, you know, although we prefer to be on the pitch, they've enjoyed the Zoom sessions and they've enjoyed connecting to each other. And I, and I think that's also an important part of what we've done now in the, in the lockdown period. What about you and this title that you have? A lot of people that listen to the show would know that I, I hate interim, I hate caretaker, anything. Um, there, there's got to be a decision that's made. Have they sure. said anything to you, Alan, to talk about maybe a full-time occupation of that job as head coach of the club? Yeah, look, 
I'm not too I'm not too fussed about titles and things, Rob. Um, at the end of the day, I'm Alan Clark. That's that's who I am. It's, I'm not a coach. I'm not a head coach. I'm not a caretaker coach. I'm Alan Clark. At the end of the day, uh, and that's what's important. So no one can change that title. Um, but what's important at the moment is for us to just focus on these six games. Um, I think there is a long there's a long term idea here at the club. Uh, there's a long term vision here at the club that I'd like to be part of as well. And uh, I think it's very, it's very important for us to focus on the immediate six games. Um, and, I, and I think even our approach as we approach these six games is definitely going to be one of looking at each game as it comes and uh, just worrying about the next game. I think that's really important in the situation we're in. And I think just in general, I think it's a really important uh, uh, focus to have. How are you dealing with the transfer window? I mean, are, are all the players still secure that are supposed to be? I mean, we've been seeing, I think today has been a transfer day, uh, the confirmation of a George Malulek at Sundowns. Yeah. Uh, we just had a chat now with uh, Morgan Gould. Uh, he's, la- yeah. he's left uh, Stellenbosch, etc. And, and a couple of more yeah. that we're going to be tracking down and chatting to on the show in days to come. Uh, yeah. But from your side, w- what about the composition of the team, the clubs, the playing personnel? Yeah, I think it's been I think it's been advertised, um, but uh, we managed to secure the, the services of a couple of the players that um, their contracts were, were coming to an end now, um, and so they've signed an extension. Uh, besides Joseph Mklongo, um, I know Joseph was in contact with the club about twelve months before his deal ran out, so it was sort of before my time, and uh, they they couldn't reach an agreement in terms of the contract. Um, so he's he's the only player I'm aware of that that we haven't. Um, secured the services of but other than that uh, and I think it maybe it shows the togetherness of the squad where everybody's uh, prepared to to, uh, continue fighting for the club for the foreseeable future until we get back to finishing the season Um, and I think that's really great Rob we didn't want to lose anyone you know and uh, it just all goes well for the club when you you have a look at like I said at Black Leopard's family and uh, I can tell you now that the squad we don't feel like we should be in the situation we are in and um, I think it just also bears testament to those players to say, yeah, it'd be easy for them to walk away, for instance, and and uh, look for jobs elsewhere next season. But they're prepared to 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 sit in a in a team with in reality is lying last at the last in the table, you know, and uh, that says a lot about their character and also their belief in the team, which I think is is really really great. Yeah, because uh, I mean, just uh, picking up on, on on what's been happening, though it, it might not be confirmed. You'll tell me, Alan. Uh, sure. Especially a guy like Lucidi Kapinga, who was linked to uh, be either joining Orlando Pirates or one of the other clubs mm. as well. Uh, was that maybe confirmed yesterday? Uh, seeing that that was the uh, the deadline or the end of the month. Uh, as far as I know, all, and we, we didn't speak uh, specifically about individuals, um, Rob. Mm. We we spoke about a collective in terms of a couple of the players that were their contracts and their deals were coming to an end um, at the end of this, this season. Um, obviously, uh, management had already engaged with uh, players that sort of contracts were coming to an end and had already negotiated extensions on those. Um, but as a whole, the only one out of the group that I'm aware of that um, we didn't reach an agreement with was uh, Joseph Mplongo. So uh, as far as I'm aware, that group of players, which includes uh, Lissetti, was was all sorted for the rest of the season. And uh, Wiseman Maluleka? I don't know anything about Wiseman, to be honest with you. Um, yeah. I don't think... Uh, I've spoken to management as well. They don't know too much about it either. So, to be honest with you, I'm not 100% sure on that story. I think maybe uh, Chief or, or the chairman will be able to give you 
clearer more detail on clarity that. on that. But as far as I know, no, nothing. Yeah. Else. But I know that you, you've been a, a big fan of what uh, one of, of the players that was formerly at Kaiser Chiefs has been yes. able to give to Black Leopards, and that is Dax. Uh, yes. What's the situation around him? I mean, is, is he staying? Is he now eligible for resumption of play and continuation at Black Leopards? Well, it feels like I've, I've, we've got a new signing because at least we've got Dax back. <laughs> yes. <laughs> to, to be honest with you, um, Dax was actually in our squad uh, the day that we found out he uh, he wasn't eligible to play anymore, um, mm. and so it would have been the first time he would have played under me, which I was quite excited about. And then, unfortunately, with the FIFA ruling, we weren't allowed to field him. Um, so, yeah, it feels like we got a new signing, to be honest with you. And I can tell you, he's been training so hard under lockdown, and uh, yeah, he's eligible to play for us. And um, yeah, it really does feel like I've got a new signing now. <laughs> Well, he's happy there. I know, I know guys like uh, Edwin Jima, uh, you know, you've got solid guys. I mean, you even got yeah. guys with so much experience. Uh, Tabo Matlaba, who, when he plays again, wears his heart on the sleeve, drags Absolutely. the players through. It, it must be comforting as well, knowing that you've got that level of experience. I mean, surely those guys don't want to be dropping down to a lower division. No, not only that, Rob. Relegation has never really been on, on my mind in terms of things. You know, And you have a look at the people around you as a young coach that... Uh, I am, and uh, or and you have a look, and you, you say you've got the likes of Tabo, you've got the likes of Musonda, you've got Robert and Gumby, you know, you've got Edwin Juma, you've got Dex. Uh, these are experienced international players that have been there and done that, and and you just feel and you feed off the confidence that they bring to the team and the energy that they bring to the team, even as older statesmen. Uh, and then it just fills you with confidence as a coach that you know you're on the right track, we're doing everything right. It's just a matter of time before those those results come and. Uh, when they do, we can put on a nice, good run, and then everything is fine. You know, we are at the bottom, but we're, mm. we're within three points of safety. So, you know, you can look at it two ways, and uh, it gives us a great opportunity to win some games and to get ourselves up the table. And, you know, Rob, we start off and we win two games, and suddenly the whole picture is completely different, and yeah. uh, the whole sort of complexity of the season changes. And uh, we're talking a different story in a week <laughs> You know, no, so it it's important. Yeah. No, it does change quite drastically as well. That's Absolutely. why my reference to use the mining minister is based on the, <laughs> you know, the platinum stars experience. But Alan, you know, you know, I really respect what you do on the field. I know thank you, how difficult it is, and I want to thank you so much, man, for taking the time and on lockdown radio, catching up and finding out how you're doing and how things are and what the club is doing, uh, as it's been pretty much off the radar for quite a while. And I wish you everything of the best, and I hope to chat to you soon. Thank you so much, Robert, and uh, I really appreciate you having me. It's been an absolute honor, and um, yeah, very kind words, and I really appreciate them. Thank you so much. Thanks so much, man. One of the underrated, hardworking individual soldiers of the beautiful game of football, Alan Clark there, who is in charge of uh, Black Leopards uh, with regards to an interim uh, appointment joining us right here on Marrow Sports Worldwide. I can tell you that Super Sports United, uh, while we've been on air, um, have announced that uh, they're confirming the departure of Tabo Nyaman. Yeah, he's gone. Uh, so all of these lovely things that they say, we like to cherish the moments and success that we shared together. We like to thank you. You know, you know the usual stuff. Um, but yeah, so that's another big story. Breaking. Supersport United confirming the departure of Tabo Nyaman. We wish him the best as well. One of the greats that are currently playing.